Hi, hola, hello, and bienvenido to Mentors Today, powered by Growth Hacks, the world's first weekly bilingual binational podcast built entirely to answer the questions of entrepreneurs throughout Latin America on a weekly basis. I'm Rob Ryan, the founder of Growth Hacks, and I am here with my partner and friend, co-host Ileana Jaime. Bienvenidos a Mentors Today, un espacio donde las barreras del idioma desaparecen. Aquí no existen fronteras. Cada semana responderemos dudas de emprendedores de alrededor de América Latina y discutiremos sobre los temas más relevantes del ecosistema de emprendimiento. Queremos escucharte. Bienvenido. Hey, Ile. Hey, everybody. We're so stoked to be here this week. Ile, how's it going in La Paz? Hello. Hola. ¿Cómo están todos? Everything has been good. So it's not, the world's not ending in La Paz like it is here in Los Angeles this week? Not that much. <laughs> not just that, a little. Not just, that much. We only have, we only have like a bug in the air called that's coronavirus, it. but that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Well, everybody, we're so glad to have you here joining us for technically episode number one. Every week we're going to drop this podcast for you to try and help all of you entrepreneurs around Latin America. Um, just to try and help you grow your businesses, but also just to grow yourselves as people, to grow yourselves as founders. And part of the fun for us is that Ilya and I are going to have conversations about like the big issues of the day. Um, and then we're going to take your questions and we're going to deal with your questions each week as well. So um, I'm coming to you live from Los Angeles tonight. Uh, Ileana's down there in La Paz, in Baja. Um, we're living under this the lockdown of the pandemic for now two, three months. Um, and at the same time, we've got social and political unrest in Mexico. We've got social and political unrest and, and, and economic fear in a lot of the other Latin American countries. And then if you've been paying attention to the news in the last couple of weeks, you know that we've got really, really dramatically bad social unrest here in the U.S. right now that that's uh, making for some crazy time. So, you know, it begged the question, Ilya and I were just having a conversation offline um, about, you know, in this crazy world, Ilya, like, <laughs> where does where does entrepreneurial fit in inside of all this? And then as you were saying, Like here we are while all this is going on and this and yesterday and this morning we're watching an American private company, SpaceX, launch, mm -hmm. launch two guys into space successfully. So like what a contrast, right? Of yeah, of like creativity versus like the best of society and the worst of society. I mean, it's crazy to be alive right now in 2020 and, and but it's also a space to think about and to I don't know how to say to how would you say valorar. how would you say it in Espanol? <laughs> valorar See? everything that the human have done like so, all the like isn't it isn't it fascinating uh -huh. that w like when we live inside the bubble of entrepreneurship right and we're always mm -hmm. talking about disrupting and improving and building a better tomorrow and a better future and now here we are like struggling through the present could entrepreneurs like be a part of the solution here or or i mean or or is, are these problems bigger Than, than just individual people being able to create better futures? I think that it is a time for the, for the entrepreneurs to, to go out and to give the solutions of the issues that we are facing to. Yeah. It is a, a great time for opportunity for everybody to, to not depend on the government, to go and, and put out solutions. That to like real problems. Real, yeah. I mean, you were just saying that we were going to discuss of about the real problems that is going on in the world, and I, I was thinking, wow, right now we have a lot. right. 
And, and you know, what makes me think of, and you've known me for years. So, you know, this joke that I use when I'm trying to like emphasize that we should focus on real problems and real solutions. I always say like the last thing the world needs is like another dog walking app. And so right now, like this weekend, that's the last thing I'm thinking of is that like, we need another delivery service or we need another dog walking app or, you know, I mean, but then you said something really interesting right before the show. No, and I was thinking like, how big is the, the ambition of, of the Americans that go beyond our planet? Yeah. They are, they are, they have this mindset to go out and conquer another, another literally, world. Like, literally like our world, we could, we ran out of things to conquer here. And so we, we have like such ambition. Uh -huh. yeah. That that's, that ambition, I, I think it, it it's like in the ADN of a lot of people See. in the United States and also in, in Latin America, of course, we have that. But why we are not, for example, in Mexico, why we are not developing aerospace yeah. technologies and why we are not trying to conquer another another planet? Right. <laughs> no, right. So it's funny, like the thing I always heard as the new guy right, is the gringo dropping in on, on, on Mexico and Latin America. The thing I always heard was, well, yeah, but that's because, Rob, because America has all the money, right? Like, you guys have all the money, therefore you do all these cool things. And as I've been now hanging around Latin America and Mexico, like, I, like, respectfully don't know that that's necessarily the case. Yes, it is absolutely one of the massive factors, but sometimes I wonder when I'm in front of a crowd in Mexico or somewhere, or talking to young entrepreneurs or students, like they got to be more aspirational. Like they, like you have to be a bit more ambitious. Like there's a natural humility, like and humbleness in the culture mm -hmm. that maybe there isn't in the American culture. Right. Um, and, and that's maybe not such a good thing when it comes to being great entrepreneurs or building great solutions. Right now, the, that cockiness that is in the American culture might not be good for a lot of other things socially. But mm -hmm. I think maybe that that like we can do anything, we can conquer the moon, we can go to Mars. Like I think that kind of maybe is part of what fuels our ability to be really accomplished entrepreneurs. And maybe that's part of what's missing in, in Mexico or Latin America. What do you think? And I just remember about I, I think it was an article about the that they ask children in different countries what do they dream when they grow up? And I remember that. Uh, some kids in the United States dream about going to the moon and another another kids from another country said like to discover uh, like a vaccine or something or or to develop a new software for something. And I was wondering what does a Mexican kid or a Latino dream about? And I think it starts uh, since there in the first years. Mm. What what are we teaching to our or children wow. to develop that aspirational. So it's not, so, uh, so maybe chip. May, yeah. Right. May, the chip like in our DNA. Right. So maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the entrepreneur's class when you're a when you're third year mm -hmm. university, that is going to be, no, I, maybe that's not too late, but maybe that's not enough. Like maybe, maybe it's literally like teaching and it's not even about entrepreneurship is what you're saying. It's about hopefulness. It's about literally dreaming. You said. Yeah. Dreaming. What, what does, Latino kids dream about yeah. to be to to do when they grow up, and I and I know of course that there's a lot of different things in context that we have to face 
different problems. So, so kids are not only focusing in their dreams. Sometimes they have to go and go out and work since they are sí. little. And then there's it's a different yeah. kind of resilience that we develop when we are kids. And that's why also we we have a lot of creativity. The Latinos are very creative. We use very different uh, initial things to solve problems. Super. Yeah. There's an Indian word. But, there's an Indian word uh -huh. of a of a an author. It's called Ugad. J-U-U-G-A-D. And it's the Hindi word for innovation. And it actually means like from the bottom up. So it, his whole yeah. his whole thesis, he wrote he did a TEDx talk on this. Um, we'll post it to the to the show links later for people to check it out. But I met him in Chile when we were still in Chile. Um, okay. And he did a TEDx talk, this author, and he literally says that he believes that's the most effective kind of innovation, which is why he believes the future, the next 50 to 100 years of innovation is actually more likely to come from developing countries like Latin America or India or Asia than to come from the U.S. or first world countries. Yeah, and I think that's true. I believe in that. But I think and I don't know what is missing. Yeah. to that happen yeah what is that like the ingredient what that we are missing to de detonate that high impact uh mindset yeah in in all the society so you mean it's not just more vcs and more angel investors and more money and more government programs that's not the answer <laughs> of course that help and we need we need that of course we need that and, and i think with the last years in mexico it has been great for vc and everything but I think we have to go beyond that. Yeah. Like it's that that's a solution and not a solution. That's uh, something that has to keep on happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's deeper. <laughs> so sorry because my English sometimes doesn't make sense, but I, I know but everybody will understand. That's why you can spend you can spanglish <laughs> your way through this podcast. So that's great. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know. What what do you think is missing? Like we have all this creativity uh, since we were kids. Yep. Mexicans and Latinos, we have from ages, we have been like into a lot of uh, situations historically, we were conquered. Then, I mean, yeah. the economic and political situation like that has passing from years to years has made us be very resilient and be very creative to keep on uh, going in life. But what's missing? Why we are not uh, developing uh, rockets to go to Right. To this pay right. or this kind of 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 entrepreneurial high impact uh, mindset yeah. to do this kind of uh, dreams came through and I don't know Literally maybe we are maybe we, we we are not going to do that this kind of companies we are maybe we are going to make another kind of companies because of our, our background. But still, what is what is missing? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you, it's not about you, like doing a copy of SpaceX. It's about the idea of how audacious and crazy SpaceX was as an idea. Yeah, and the fact that this guy thought that he was gonna he could do that in part. By the way, let's be clear: he was an immigrant. He's South African, and he lived in Canada. But then he went to the U.S. because he said, and he has said in his interviews, that was the place that he knew he could chase that kind of a crazy ambition. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I like I, I don't think it's a simple answer. Um, I don't think there's a, like a like a one, two, three punch list of like, oh, if we just do this, I think it's 
because I agree with you, like the, in the last four years, I've been so fortunate to interact with so like thousands of people, right. And in so many different ways at every different level. Um, and I agree that there's just incredible talent. Like there's incredibly, I mean, shit, that's our friendship, right. In a nutshell, like, so there's such incredible talent and passion and intellect, and there is ambition. If, if you made me, if you like forced me to say, like, you have to give me one thing that you think is the reason today to kick off this podcast for the next couple of years, I'll say in the case of the Mexican entrepreneur in particular, it's just believing that you deserve to accomplish whatever's possible. Like it's literally believing in yourself that you are worthy of doing amazing, great things. That's the piece that I think is missing um, in the entrepreneurs, but also just culturally, right? And that might be that comparative DNA piece where like Americans for the good or for the bad, we believe that we deserve the world. Like we believe we deserve to, to circle this out. We, we literally believe that we deserve the moon. We believe we deserve to populate Mars. And so then we go, okay. and then some of us just go about it. And then yes, money okay. and, and influence and all that other stuff yeah. comes together. Right. But like all of my amazing Mexicano friends, when I mentor you or them, I spend an extraordinary amount of personal energy trying to just convince you to believe in yourself half as much as I do. Right. Maybe that's one. But hey, hey, you, audience, you sound like audience. my dad, my mom and my dad. Right? Like the first thing you have to do is believe in yourself right? as, I, so, as I believe in you. <laughs> maybe that's it. Right. Maybe that's a part of it. I'm really excited to hear over time, like what our audience will tell us about what they think. Like we're here to help them find that those missing ingredients, right? And if 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 someone like already has uh, done this reflection and has uh, like kind of an answer, I would love to oh, to listen. Just hit the voice recording note that's linked to our show, and just send us your comments on a voice note so we can hear your your thoughts and we can talk about it later. Because I think this is the conversation. We, we joked before the show, like, should we talk about something this big and deep, like right away? I think we should, because you know what? This is the kind of conversations that you and I have all the time. Actually, we were worried that we didn't record our previous conversations because it was, they were very interesting and, right? and we were missing the chat. I remember like, six, like five or six weeks ago when you, we were having an amazing conversation one night and you said to me on WhatsApp and you were like, man, we should do this podcast because this is basically the podcast. Yes, right? I know. So, so again, I'm just thinking like, I'm grateful for you. This is a blast. We're sharing like the best part of our friendship and our big brains and our crazy ambitions with everybody else. And then we're going to listen to them, the everybody else's every week. And we're going to hear about their projects and their problems and their businesses and their ideas. And then we're going to give some input and some mentorship. But then we're also going to like help follow up with them to help them get what they need. We're going to help them connect with the people they need. We're going to help them get the resources they need. We're going to help them bridge the, the gap that they don't think they can get over on their own because that's the power that you and I have inside of our little networks, right? I hope like everybody that is listening right now, this conversation and get to this point of the, of the recording that, that they, they knew that this is a space for, for them to interact with us and we are happy to help and, that's why we build this space to learn together and to connect uh, with value. And this can go like for hours. Right. We're, we can, we're gonna, we can keep on but, but, talking. But, you know, after all, we are sponsored. And so we have to kick it to our sponsors so that we can pay the bills 
and keep yeah. going. So we're going to end this segment, kick it to our sponsors. And then when we come back, we're going to, we're going to jump right into a couple of entrepreneurs questions and we're going to answer some specific questions this week. So thanks for all your big, big questions today, Eli. Y bueno, ya estamos de regreso. We are back. Estamos muy contentos porque viene la parte más emocionante del programa, la parte donde te vuelves parte de esta conversación. Recuerda que Mentors Today es un espacio para que tú compartas las preguntas que tienes como emprendedor y lo pueden hacer a través del de link que les compartiremos por medio de nuestras redes sociales. En Instagram pueden encontrar el link en la biografía, eh, darle clic, grabar sus preguntas y cada semana tendremos las mejores y compartiremos las respuestas con ustedes. Esta semana tenemos dos preguntas buenísimas, una pregunta de una emprendedora mexicana y otra pregunta de un emprendedor de Argentina. Que por cierto, las dos preguntas eh, son muy interesantes, tienen mucho que ver con lo que platicábamos hace un momento sobre cómo debe ser el espíritu de los emprendedores eh, latinoamericanos. So Rob, are you ready for this? Let's do this. Let's help some entrepreneurs. Okay, so I will play the first one. Hola chicos, buenas noches. Mi nombre es Alina Flores y mi emprendimiento consiste en la creación de zapatos para personas con discapacidad. La pregunta que me hice precisamente el día de hoy fue cómo recobrar la confianza en que el emprendimiento que, que hicimos puede llegar a convertirse en un gran negocio después de verse sumamente afectado por la pandemia. ¿Cómo recobrar la confianza en que podemos seguir? ¿Cómo modificar nuestro modelo de negocio para que siga creciendo? Y sobre todo, ¿cómo, cómo recuperarnos después de este golpe de la pandemia? So that sounded great. And again, like showing off my Spanish Spanglish, if I heard bits of what she was talking about, it sounds like she's got a, I'll say in English, like a crisis of confidence. Yeah. Right. So she's, so she's worried about herself and her business. And then the pandemic comes along and it seems like, wow, like, you know, what am I supposed to do? Why am I doing this? Maybe I should just give up. Like, that's what I thought I heard. Is that what she was yeah, asking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're a pro Spanish speaker now. <laughs> well, four years of judging startup contests around Latin America have started to pick up the, the words that are related to entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. So, so what, what do you, hey, you're a female founder in Mexico. Like, you've been through stressful times and questioned continuing and eventually had to walk away from a business. Like, I, I would guess you kind of feel Ali's pain, right? Yeah, and I, I, I will take this in Spanish. Como dice Rob, esta, esta pregunta tiene que ver mucho con, con, con la confianza que tenemos como emprendedores. Emprendiendo siempre tenemos momentos de incertidumbre, pero ahora con la pandemia es muchísimo más. Eh, creo que es importante que no olvides el foco y por qué iniciaste tu negocio, eh, cuál es lo que te motiva y... Eh, este, esto que tú estás sintiendo que sepas que es algo universal que nos está sucediendo o está sucediéndole a muchos emprendedores de cualquier nivel empresas chicas, empresas grandes están pasando por este tipo de incertidumbre y lo importante es poder escuchar a tus clientes y poder saber cómo adaptarte a las características que estás viviendo ahora cómo adaptar este modelo de negocio 
para eh, poder seguir eh, yendo hacia, la, hacia el objetivo que tú tienes planteado, que en este caso pues, es un emprendimiento social. Por lo tanto, esa, esa pasión por la cual iniciaste el negocio no se debe perder, sino adaptarse. I, I got most of that. Okay. Actually, I did. No, I'm not even playing now. I got, I got the, the big gist of that, I think. And I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, sound, it sounds like the message there is, is like, again, this is personal. This is a personal choice. This is finding your passion and your motivation, right? Understanding your market, being available to adapt to the circumstances. Obviously, how do we say that in, in Espanol? Obviamente. Obviamente, right? yeah. Obviamente, right? It's, the pandemia is unique. Right. This is a this is a crazy unique time. But the truth is questioning one's business. That's totally normal for founders, for all of us, no matter what age or what country, what language. So if it hadn't been the pandemic, I'm going to guess that something something else would have come along, Ali, and would have pushed you and would have made you question yourself. And so I think I think Ileana's advice to look inside yourself and find your motivation and your purpose and your passion is 100% the best advice. And then, then you can talk about the specifics and how you can look at the market, talk to your clients, understand what you could do differently or better to serve them during this unique pandemic, e-commerce, how we can sell more online instead of locally. All of those things are true, but the first thing you got to figure out is, is where your head and where your heart is at, because this is just an obstacle. The pandemic will pass. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, what that's do you agree? Yeah, 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 I totally agree. And another thing that I want to add to to your to your answer is that you you have to see this as an opportunity. If you didn't have this opportunity to question your business model, this pandemic pushed you to understand more your market 100%. and to adapt. Otherwise, maybe you would wouldn't think that fast and wouldn't adapt See, your, your business model to your right. client. So what's right. What's worse, like being two, three years into the journey and wandering kind of lost through the forest because you don't, you never were challenged or you didn't challenge yourself because everything was kind of predictable and comfortable or getting hit with the pandemic yeah. now, like early on and then having to figure out. Yeah. And yeah. And another thing that I, that I just told to, to Ali, what's that this is something that, every entrepreneur, no matter the size of the company, is facing too. So sí. he's not alone in this, no. in this incertidumbre, incertidumbre. I don't know how to say this. Sí. Uh, uncertainty. <laughs> uncertainty, yeah. And as, as you said, she has to continue pursuing his uh, passion and her business sí. model. So sí. Super. time to go to the next question. The next question came all the way from Argentina. His name is Agustin. I will play it now so we can we can listen to it. Hey Rob, Agustin from Cuaderno Rojo here. Um, my question is, how do you manage the balance between work and life? As when you're a founder, uh, there is no division between work and life. So where you draw the line? Or what tools can you think of uh, to help us uh, to don't burn out. Wow. I mean, there's the, that's the, that's the $65 million question that we all <laughs> ask ourselves every day, right? Yeah, I know. I know. I think, I think it, that's something also that is very uh, universal right now. And I almost kind of feel bad for him. Like he sounded <laughs> a little tired at the end of that message, right? Agustin, I feel you. Uh, I think everybody <laughs> is experimenting the same kind of 
uncertain. Sí, yeah, yeah. Sí, sí, sí. Uncertainty, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uncertainty. I'm learning, I'm learning. And <laughs> I, I mean, like, hey, Ili, like, let's be real. Like, come on, I've been doing this for 24 years, entrepreneur. My whole career is 33 years now because I'm super old. Like, you've been at this for a while. You've been in different startups. Like, it's hard. The honest, the honest answer is, Augustine, no bullshit. There is very little balance. There isn't there. I mean, that's the honest, no bullshit, like truth. And we're here to give you the truth so you can make good decisions about it. Right. Like, so there isn't much balance. Um, I always found in my life, like as I've gotten older, I've gotten more uh, effective at prioritizing the different parts of my life. And by prioritizing the different parts of my life, the things that were like super important to me versus like the things that were lesser important to me then I could accept that like, if I put a lot of work into those priority things, like that was just where I was putting a lot of work uh, or a lot of effort, right? And uh, because I had decided that those were important as opposed to kind of this like, oh, work is this thing that's outside of me and it controls me and it pulls me and it makes me do it. And then my personal life is this thing outside of me. Like I, I, I found the tools for me were this just the, like the mental practice of like saying, hey, right now, this week, this month, these three things are the things I got to focus on. And that probably is going to mean maybe I'm going to spend less time with my my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my wife or my kids. But like for this month, I'm going to focus. But then next month, I'm going to balance it out. Like I'm going to make it back. Right. I mean, like, how do you how do you how have you approach it? I mean, you you built a startup and walked away from it because there might've been some burnout there after a couple of years of hustling and hustling. Like. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, I would like to connect this with actually a quote from Elon Musk, which we were talking yeah. about uh, previously. He said, being an entrepreneur is, uh, is like eating less and start and staring into the abyss of death. So <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. There you have it. So yeah. Right? Is there life balance in that moment? Right. Probably not. And I think it's not only entrepreneurial life. Being an adult, it's constantly pursuit of uh, life balance. Yep. Maybe being an entrepreneur increased that, that stress. But it is very important to first uh, have very clear what do you want. If, yeah. if you really, like, if, what, like, what do you want out of life? What, what do you want? Yeah. And, and if what you want is pursued your business model and your company, uh, okay, that's the first question. And then... You have to uh, arrange everything and to give space for every part of your day uh, yeah. that can fulfill all those uh, needs that you have. You you have to um, to to group those needs because every everybody's different. But you, you have to to put a certain time and a certain kind uh, uh, and a certain importance to every task yeah, to yeah. accomplish that. And of course, yeah. it's really easy to say it. And then when you try oh, it, course. it's not that right. easy. You can check a book that is called Make Time. Uh, okay. That and we will we'll put the links in the show notes too. That book gives you some tools to arrange your everyday and focus in what really matters. Uh, I love that. I like the title because that was going to be kind of my closing comment for this question was I was going to say to me, the myth, right, especially like young entrepreneurs in Latino America where resources are scarce and there's never enough of anything. The myth is that it's like, oh, I'll be successful if I have more money or more investment. Oh, I'll be successful if I have three more teammates. Oh, and the truth is, I think the most critical asset that every startup founder has 
that we all tend to do a shitty job of actually doing like controlling is our time. Like that's yeah. all we get. Like, so, I mean, if you have money, you're all, but you gotta, if you don't prioritize and control your time, like as you're saying day to day, and I'm sure this book that we're going to post in the show notes will be like super helpful. Like the rest of it doesn't matter. Right. Cause you'll just be a guy with a lot of capital raised from investors and a bunch of employees, but you'll still be shitty at managing your time and you'll have no balance and you'll probably ruin your relationships. And so, yeah, no, I'm with you. That was it. That's an amazing question. I'm glad Augustine threw that at us. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, like, wow. Great questions to start the first program. I'm really happy. Right? To I mean, it kind of and ties back to the whole, like, what are the ingredients for a successful entrepreneur, like anywhere? And mm -hmm. then how are those ingredients like universal? I think today's questions just reminded us that the entrepreneur life is pretty universal. Yeah. No matter what your language is or what country you're coming, you're coming to us from Coahuila or Buenos Aires or, or, or Los Angeles. Like it's, it's universal. Like the struggle is the struggle, right? That's, that's pretty, that's a pretty cool lesson. Muchísimas gracias por escucharnos eh, donde quiera que se encuentren. Les pedimos que por favor nos sigan, si les gustó este, este podcast, que nos sigan en las diferentes redes sociales, que nos escuchen en las diferentes plataformas y también que nos sigan en nuestros perfiles de redes sociales. Nos pueden seguir en Instagram como Mentors Today. No olviden que dentro del perfil pueden dar clic al link que está en la biografía para enviarnos su pregunta y cada semana poder participar. Estamos muy contentos de tenerlos en esta primera edición. Pues nada, Rob, that's all we finished for today. First program. Chao. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye bye.